0: Welcome to the podcast of Redemption Church. This is Story Sunday. Hey, Redemption friends. This past Sunday was Story Sunday when we hear what God has been up to in the lives of the people in our church. Scripture says that we shall overcome evil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And that is why stories matter. So even though there was something weird going on with our mic, this week you will hear from Kat Graf, Treshawn Dupree, and Karen Conti. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to share about uh, my relationship with my dad, um, because that has been a huge part of how my walk with God has been shaped and affected, um, and how that has transformed in the last couple of months. Um, so up until February of this year, my dad and I weren't really on speaking terms. Um, him and my mom separated uh, about five years ago and there were times where there was no way to get in, in touch with him. Um, and other times where, uh, he just didn't try to communicate. And I got tired of being the one to always initiate. Um, so, uh, a few years ago, I started working with children. Um, and around the same time I got involved in a 12 step group. Um, it's called adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. So between those two things, I started to learn that, um, my dad had been through quite a bit of dysfunction in his life. Uh, he didn't share a whole lot of childhood stories, but the ones that he did weren't exactly happy. Um, and, um, working with the kids that I worked with, um, it was in mental health facilities and, um, just seeing how their parents, um, struggles affected them in such big ways. Um, just started to make me understand that sometimes my dad didn't know how to have a relationship with me. Um, but this had been a struggle between us since I was a teenager, uh, which is also the same time that I became Christian. Christian. Um, so unfortunately, a lot of the messages that I received from my dad, I also believed came from God um, and I think about two years ago, I finally realized that, um, I had gained all this knowledge. I went to Bible school. I had, um, learned all these things about God, but it hadn't really like sunk into my heart. Um, and I also realized that I was pretty bitter, um, because I had prayed for years that God would change that. Um, and maybe change my dad in the process or at least change our relationship so that it wasn't so hard. Um, So in February, right after I got out of quarantine from COVID, uh, my brother called me and told me uh, he had taken my dad to the doctor for a test and he had cancer. Um, So I hadn't seen or spoken to him since May of 2020. Um, and I didn't know how he would respond. I reached out and asked if I could be a part of this journey with him, you know, take him to appointments or whatever he needed. So, um, I called him on his birthday. His birthday's in February and, uh, wasn't sure what to say because I was like, happy birthday, but also sorry to hear about your diagnosis. Um, and, you know, I kind of, I'm in counseling and I kind of prepared myself for he's going to say he doesn't want to have anything to do with me and how am I going to handle that or, you know, best case scenario. So he um, was really happy to hear from me, which I guess I hadn't prepared for. And I um, was really grateful to hear that I wanted to be part of um, his journey of what it's like to have cancer. Um, so he lives in the same area that my mom does. And so uh, every time I go home now, I see him um, and he is, seeing someone, um, and I just realized that there's this, like, well of grace that I didn't know that I had, um, that I have been able to share with both of them. Um, I went into this very weary of his partner, um, and, uh, did not have good feelings about her, um, and, just from the moment I met her, I was like, this person needs kindness. Um, she's pretty physically ill. Um, and so I would help my dad in any way I could with her because he's her caretaker and now dealing with his own stuff. Um, <clears throat> so when I realized that, like I said, there was this well of grace that I didn't know that I had in me, um, I started to click that like, if if I have this and I believe God gave it to me, I have this well of grace that I can pour from and not even understand where it's coming from for my dad and, um, his partner, how much more grace does God have for me? Um, and it's baby steps. Um, I can't say it's like all the pieces have fallen into place. Um, But for the first time in a long time, I have hope um, that I will be able to work through a lot of these messages that I believed about God uh, and start accepting the grace that he's been giving me all these years um, and continue to accept in the future. So that's the big thing that's been happening in my life the last few months. Thanks.
1: All right. So, um, this is school related. Uh, it seems like as of late, um, I've been going through like a terrible semester It seemed much harder than all the other ones. Um, so then I had a professor who seemed very irrational. You know, you have those who seem as if they're kind of like on an assignment to distract you. So, however, um, the Lord has helped me through it. I remember having, uh, like lost a lot of family members. So very wary of going out in public. And then, uh, you have professors who have a hard time with you being on zoom. So it was just like a battle with that. So, but, um, the Lord helped me with that. And I was able to stay home, um, and still finish my work and everything. Um, still got good grades. i still made it to the Dean's List this semester. So he really helped me with that. Thank you. And uh, Yeah, and then a part of the school related um, topic, the internship. So I've been looking for an internship for a very long time. And um, then when it seemed like no decisions were happening or coming forth, so many of them came. So now I'm torn between decisions. So it's like, do I go to Philly? Do I go to New Jersey? Do I go here or there? So uh, I really had a hard time really thinking about which one. This paid more, this one's in my field, whatnot. However, the Lord came through at the very last day because that Tuesday I was supposed to go into a job. But that Monday he gave me my decision. So now I have an internship in Philadelphia and Center City. Um, thank you again. So, yeah, with all that um, foolishness that seems to be going on this semester, you know, the, you know, professors not really being compliant. Um, great work seemed to increase um, and being very intense, more rapid, staying at home from school. So it's not like you really have that one-on-one personal time with your professor and they kind of see you as a person on a screen rather than a real human being. Um, but with that being said, I was able to, like I said, still make it to the Dean's List. Uh, I had all A's one B this semester. Uh, so it's just, it's just been really exciting for me. Like I used to do a lot of stand up jobs. I worked at selecto as a deli clerk and then worked at S.D. Lauder. So I was able to stand up as a production worker, but this is my first sit down office job. So God has really blessed me in that regard. And, um, and it shows, it shows because it takes a lot of prayer, um, a lot of uh, waiting on God. That's how, that has been the season for, for me. That's the theme, waiting. Uh, when you're trying to run from something, you can run into something worse than what you're running from. And I had to learn to wait and that you get results in resting. You know, I learned that even when it comes to weightlifting, the muscles don't form but when you're lifting the weights. But you tear the weight down and then you build it back up during the resting period. So the Lord has allowed me to rest and to see his hand and tell me that I don't always need to drive all the time that sometimes I just have to line my car up at the car wash and put it in neutral and let myself go through. So that's what I learned. I learned that I don't need to run towards other people. I don't need to worry. I don't need to stress out because it doesn't really add a single moment to your life, as Jesus once said. So from that, I'm truly thankful for um, seeing the other side of the storm. It's not always easy while you're in there, you know, you may have other people who came up who came out of the storm and they may tell you, well, it's not so bad, or do it like this. But when you in the middle of a tornado funnel, you can't see left, right, but you can just only see what's in front of you. And really like that's a great area within itself. So coming out of the tunnel, you give God thanks and give him praise because of the fact that now this is your story. You were built for a time like this to kind of tell other students who are on Zoom or other students who were going through decisions or other students who have lost family members. You know, I lost about four or five from the COVID season. So you lose family members, but then it shows that still and all, whether with tears in your eyes, confusion, frustration, that God will still meet you and that he will take you where you're at and, and exalt you. And I feel really exalted right now. So that's why I want to share
2: my story. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm going to have to stick to my notes because my story is rather emotional. And if I don't read it, I'll get off track. So, so bear with me on that. Um, I was asked to um, relate a story in my life about how God worked for me. And I think the most relatable story is how God used an atheist to bring me back to church and then used me to bring him to God. Um, My story began about 20 years ago. I was working as a title clerk and I spent uh, many hours a day at the tax collector's office in Florida. Uh, God put David in my path um, as he, he also went there daily to process his work for his company. We became fast friends and he was a kind and gentle soul and an old school gentleman. During our years of friendship, we spent much time driving to the beach with my dog, Max, uh, cooking and of course at our jobs. David had previously had a heart attack and before I knew him, he was doing well for years, but then his medical issues resurfaced. He had several diagnoses and procedures and was given several meds to help. At one point, his doctor told David he needed open heart surgery, to bypass the widowmaker valve. He had already had three stents put in a year or so prior. Looking back in time a little, I had lost a few friends who had died and I suddenly realized I could lose David too. I couldn't bear the thought of <clears throat> losing my best friend. So while driving to the hospital, one of the nights prior to his surgery, I had passed a church and I saw a phone number on their sign. Um, I immediately called it from the car. Pastor answered. I asked if they had a service that night, and I was told they did. So I said I would attend that night. I went to their Wednesday night service, which ended up being a prayer service. I introduced myself and asked for prayer for my closest friend, David. Uh, By the way, funny thing about that sign was that I had passed it for many years, but never seen the phone number before. So, but God knew of my need. So... That night uh, prayers were extended on David's behalf and I left feeling relieved and drove to the hospital. I didn't tell David about church, uh, but to my surprise, the pastor visited the following day. Uh, David was an atheist and had told the pastor that we were not much different than blades of grass when asked if he believed in God. David was quite the scientist and had taught astrophysics at UCLA in California Many years prior, pastor asked if he could pray for David, and David agreed. The day of surgery arrived, and David aced it. Uh, I offered my home to him for his recovery, and we set him up with microwavable foods to make his days easier while I was at my job. During David's um, six weeks of recovery, I never stopped going to that church for every service. As kids, my sister and I had a dysfunctional family life, but fortunately my mother had taken us to Christian churches. I had been away from the church for a while, but I was happy now and uh, hopeful about David's recovery. What I didn't know was that the pastor had visited him during those six weeks and taught him, and they quickly became friends. They were both intelligent adult males who shared interests and life stories. At the end of summer, beginning of fall, David asked me if he could go to church with me At Thanksgiving, to thank the congregation, I'm sorry, everybody, to thank the congregation for praying for him. I was pleasantly surprised. You see, David had not told me of the pastor's visits or that or of his change of heart. During the few months to follow, we attended church um, together. As David said, he wanted what I had that had made me so happy. Every Sunday school Bible study was like a new history book opening up for David, and he studied studied hard we attended every single service together uh even in hurricanes and a funny hurricane story we had was this one hurricane we had the winds and the rain was so bad i said you know what i can't drive to church i can't even see so we didn't we weren't far from church because we went together so he took an umbrella and walked to church with the umbrella even crossed the road, umbrella flipped <laughs> and he sent a car back for me. And um, and I. somebody came and picked me up and I went, he didn't care about his own clothing at all but you know us girls with our shoes and our dresses and stuff. So anyway, the following Easter, David was baptized and gave a sweet testimony of how his life had changed for the better. He had always been a good man and cared about people, obeyed all the laws, and his own mother was even Catholic, but now he was happier than ever. We both experienced the power of prayer and made many new um, friends, uh, Christian friends and continued in that church um, until God called him home in 2013. I continued to go there until I relocated to Pennsylvania to be with my family in 2019. I still have many dear friends for life from there, God was amazing and still is.
0: To find out more about Redemption Church, visit redemptionbristol.org.